0: Jesus Christus, Praise be Jesus Christ. Even though I already gave a reflection today on Spy Wednesday on um, the character of Judas, I thought we'd take it one step further because it's a great day for every priest to think about Judas because essentially Judas is no worse than any of us. He is no you know less human and we are not greater humans than he was. and in fact he had a higher calling than uh, most of us just diocesan or religious priests. He was the original apostle of Christ, and he still betrayed Jesus after spending almost three three years just in his intimate uh, relations with him. He still betrayed him. So I thought it would be a really good conscience exam. About, well, what does a Judas priest look like? And this isn't pointed at anyone else except myself, um, because it's something that, it's just as easy for me to fall in becoming a Judas as it was for him. So it's it's a great great thing to think about today on Spy Wednesday. What are the signs of a Judas priest? Number one, it's it's a love of money. And there's many accounts of Judas handling the money bag, you know, or stealing it from the purse, even or becoming angry when it was quote, wasted on Christ. So wherever Judas was, there's always this connection between a love of wealth, which points to just a love of comfort, an unwillingness to suffer the poverty that Christ demanded. You know, in the first beatitude, Blessed are those who are poor of heart, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. That poverty of heart, that poverty, the complete attachment to follow Christ um, completely in this world is one of the first things and then there's also the false motives so what we see especially you know something you can infer someone's motives by the end and what we can infer a lot from uh, judas betrayal is that he wanted a worldly messiah a kind of political messiah a messiah who would bring the reign of gods to people god's reign to his people here and now the last thing he wanted was a Christ of the cross, a suffering Messiah. And St. Augustine actually talks about this, and I've talked about it many times, but it's something for us to remember over over and over again, because it hits our life every day. He said, there's two cities in this world, the city of man and the city of God. And it does not mean that you are Catholic, even more than that. Within the Catholic Church, um, there are two cities, those who love God so much that they're willing to sacrifice their relationship with this world for heaven and those who are so in love with this world that they're willing to sacrifice their relationship with God to get what they can for now. And he says, I'll just read one quote from him. Direct your hearts toward God. Do not deceive yourselves when things are going well for you in the world. That is the time to actually question yourselves. That is the time to ask whether you love or do not love this world. Learn to dismiss it before you are dismissed by it. What does it mean to dismiss the world? Not to love it in your heart. While that which you must lo- must lose is still with you, loosen your love for it. Be prepared by the will of God to fasten your love upon God alone. My brethren, love the world and friendship with the world makes us enemies of God. And he's quoting St. Paul in there. The world does not keep its promises, but is a liar and a deceiver. But the goal, the, the temptation of the world, is to cause us to betray Christ so that we can have our goods here and now at the cost of being his disciple. So that's where the decision, am I willing to sacrifice everything on this life for God? Or is it? Or am I more inclined as a priest to sacrifice my relationship with God for the sake of this world? And so what, what would that look like? Uh, the city of man. So a fellowship of man is what love of the world is. So a Judas priest is one who cares more for human prosperity than eternal salvation. So a Judas priest is one who will speak more about human fraternity than fraternity with the saints in heaven, than fraternity with the Holy Trinity. They'll be more concerned with temporal welfare of the body especially, than the eternal salvation of the soul. Why? Because when you when you sin, you don't hurt. When you fall and break your leg, obviously you feel pain. So someone um, of a Judas priest would be much more inclined to care for the here, here and now of the temporal welfare of the body than talk about mortal sins that are destroying souls and keeping them from going to heaven. They'll take more care about providing money for the poor than the words of eternal life that come from Christ, that have the power to regenerate the soul from original sin, to save us from death, and to bring us to heaven. And they will care more about human praise, and thus their own selfish glory, than the praise of God, which oftentimes is revealed through our suffering through the cross. God is most pleased with us when we are willing to enter with him on Calvary, to offer ourselves in sacrifice with him. But the devil will also often offer us priests worldly prosperity if, and the betrayal of the cross and saving us from the cross if we will turn away from Christ and, and preach his gospel. So going with this love of the world, that's what it comes down to, an overemphasis of a messiahship here and now. They'll conspire with politicians and religious leaders to build a fraternity of man. One in which ultimately Christ will have to be rejected and crucified because he doesn't fit into this worldly paradigm. Jesus doesn't fit here. He never has and he never will. So the Pharisees, remember, they wanted to hand him over when it said, when they're asked about their motives, they said out of fear that the Romans would come and destroy us. If we accept this, this Jesus Christ as our Messiah, the government that is over us now, Will destroy us. So Christ upset their peaceful coexistence. There is no coexisting with Christ. Pilate asked, What is truth? Well, the truth of Christ will always be direct, uh, rejected by those of this world because they don't believe in truth. That's what Pilate was saying. What is truth? There is no truth, there's just human opinion. And then the Jews cried out, you know, to him when I said, do you want me to crucify your king? We have no king but Caesar. In other words, this government. So the government tells us what to do. God doesn't. He's our king. He's the, the government is who we obey, who we give our loyalty to. What the government says is okay. That's what I follow. And then Pilate, because he rejected truth, right, what is truth? When he tells the people, the people cry for the crucifixion of Christ. Let him be crucified. And Pilate says, why? He's done nothing wrong. And you know what their response was in the scriptures? They, but the crowd only cried out the more crucify him. So democracy has nothing to do with truth. Just the rule of the rabble, as Aristotle called it. Um, who can scream the loudest? Whoever cries out the loudest gets the most voices, or, or is the most volume. They're the ones that are going to dictate The truth and because Pilate denied truth he had nothing left but to crucify Christ even though he said himself he's done nothing wrong this isn't right that we would do this but because the people cried out he follows that and that's what happens when we deny truth when we deny truth it's whatever we want to go with morality that's the truth but this all began with Judas Judas wanted a worldly messiah And when Christ failed to be that Messiah to lead him to a throne, because those were his motives, prosperity, but rather to a cross, as Christ predicted so many times, Judas was willing to conspire with politicians and religious leaders for the sake of his own welfare and perhaps to get him a seat with them. So the Judas priest is one who cares more about this world than eternal salvation. And so all of his motives will be this worldly-minded They'll care more about the body than the soul. Although the Catholic Church, this is important to note, Catholic Church has always been on the front line of protecting human dignity and human life. So we do care about protecting human beings now. But there's a hierarchy. And and the eternal salvation of the soul is always first. That's our primary mission on this earth. It's not the prosperity of man, but the salvation of the soul. And a Judas priest will care more about human prosperity to protection of the body of human happiness than the eternal salvation of the soul, because their focus is this world, not heaven. This is exactly what Christ came to condemned before he was put to death on the very day. My kingdom, he says to Pilate, is not of this world. If it was, do you think my attendance would allow me to be handed over to the Jews But it is as it is, my kingdom is not here. So the Judas Priest wants to make God's kingdom on earth. And to do that, unwillingly, unbeknownst to him, he ends up betraying Christ. So they will be willing to sacrifice eternal truths, truths that cause us to suffer on earth, but lead us to heaven in order to make us happy here on earth. Whatever will build up the human fraternity... And remember this is all hypothetical this isn't i'm not trying to point out any individual priest or bishop it's a warning for myself because i'm a priest i have all the potential to become judas in my own life how do i become judas if i'm more focused on loving this world loving my own life loving the human prosperity even the prosperity of the catholic church on a human means if that is more of my focus and human praise, then getting souls to heaven, I will sell my soul for that end. So the signs of a Judas priest loving this world more than heaven, seeking a fraternity of mankind, heaven on earth, a fear of speaking the truth that sets us apart from this world. That's what Christ warns his disciples on the Last Supper, I have chosen you out of the world. If if you belong to the world, the world would love its own. But because I chose you out of the world, the world will hate you. No servant is greater than his master. Next one, obeying human precepts rather than divine. So a Judas priest will care more about the government than God. So that means we'll be willing to, you know, overlook same-sex unions, divorce, contraceptives, abortions. Um... Euthanasia, whatever, whatever goes with the government, or just you know, denying the truth that Jesus Christ is the sole savior of mankind. He's just one amongst many religions and everyone goes to heaven. And that's why a Judas priest will deny hell. He has to. And this is why. Because a Judas priest cares more about the judgment of human beings than the judgment of God. Human beings become the sole arbitrator of his truth. So If that's going to be the case, then the last thing a Judas priest would ever want to think about is being judged by God himself. So we would deny that there is eternal consequences. Everyone goes to heaven. Therefore, my only arbiter of truth and judgment comes from other human beings. Am I in line with them? So seeking human glory and praise rather than God's. Fear of being persecuted, fear of suffering and self preservation, worrying more about money than Christ's gospel again, comfort for this world, selling out Christ's truth to preserve myself, blend in with everybody else, and refusing. This is the last betrayal of Judas, was refusing to repent and turn back. So, the sorrow that Judas felt after he betrayed Christ and realized and really understood the evil that he had done, he had a moment to turn back to God. And there's two types of repentance. Peter did the same thing. He betrayed Christ because he didn't want the cross. But Peter turned back to Christ, and he ended up even embracing his own cross. And we uh, hear by tradition that he was even crucified upside down. He joined Christ on the cross rather than trying to protect him from it. Judas, his repentance, turns him only into himself and to the point of suicide. So please pray uh, for your priests and try to discern that in the future. Is my church, is my priest, is my bishop, are they more focused on this world or eternal truths? Because that's the difference between an apostle of Christ, a true apostle of Christ, and a Judas priest. One will be over-focused on the things of this world while the other one will always have their eyes on Christ's true kingdom, which is in heaven, and the truth that will get us there. Amen.